I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. Tonight we're coming to you live from TalkCast PDX. Our temporary things for a while is Wes Scotto, our senior producer, tries to recover from COVID-19. And he seems to be doing well. I talked with him today. In fact, he's back producing some of the uh, montages here on this program. So he's back to doing that. We're very excited about that. And it's good to hear that he's getting better. He still needs a lot of rest, though, and he's resting up, hopefully. Um, we'll see ourselves sometime in our radio station again uh, in May. May 1st, I guess, is when they've extended this. So uh, we're going to continue to... Be on our guard, continue to be awake and aware. And uh, I just want to say thank you to all of the people that stepped up. And we really don't promote the Ground Zero tip jar all that much on this program, but people stepped up and they wanted to help out uh, Wes and some of the producers here by going to the Ground Zero tip jar. Now, the Ground Zero tip jar is at PayPal. So you go to Ground Zero tip jar at gmail.com. And that is, uh, you, you go to the. Um, you go to the area there on PayPal where you can figure that out and and just you know give a donation, give everybody feels necessary. So anyway, uh, tonight on Ground Zero, we're very happy uh, to uh, give you what I call bedtime stories for grownups, and that's exactly what we're doing here because it just seems to me that we are uh, certainly uh, you know in a time where uh, some of the best stories. Well, they come out of conspiracy theory. They come out of, uh, you know, just discussion of things outside the box. Uh, most conspiracy theory is fueled by a desire to see the universe as ultimately intelligible. And the bargain being that these things can make sense, but only if you believe in a pervasive totalitarian cover-up. Now, one of the biggest conspiracy theories has always been the cover-up of activities in space and the relationship our military has with possible extraterrestrial encounters. Now, for some time now, there's been an attitude of malice towards the government and the military with regard to what is invading our airspace. Now, this has engendered a cloak-and-dagger attitude that has lingered after the Cold War with regard to cover-ups at Roswell. Now, we have men in black. We have the attainments at Area 51. We have the belief that the new Space Force is all about alien warfare and the future war in space. However, the conspiracy theories of a cover-up are now being dissolved because science is advancing toward the confidence of alien contact and biological signatures being discovered on other planets, Mars especially, because, you know, of course, we all know that Monday, last Monday, NASA, the Ingenuity Mars helicopter, became the first aircraft in history to make a powered-controlled flight on another planet. Now, the Ingenuity team at the agency's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Southern California confirmed the flight succeeded after receiving data from the helicopter via NASA's Perseverance Mars rover. Now, many people have asked, why we need a helicopter on Mars. And of course, well, they need to get aerial views of the planet. And some speculate that secretly NASA wishes to get aerial views of extraterrestrial artifacts, ruins, or even wreckage that may have been left behind by extraterrestrial civilizations. Now, Richard Hoagland, in his book Monuments of Mars, A City on the Edge Forever, he hypothesized that sentient beings spent time on Mars millions of years ago assembling behemoth structures whose ruins are still seen today. Now, Apollo astronaut Buzz Aldrin, now he's mentioned that uh, many times he, he's talked about anomalous artifacts that have been uh, 
found on the Mars moon Phobos, including a monolith structure, and how a settlement on Mars should be led by the United States, and that historians will record our success in leaving Earth for Mars sooner than later. Now, in Arthur C. Clarke's 2001 A Space Odyssey, the monolith is an advanced alien technology, and it's a magnetic anomaly that somehow triggers a massive shift in consciousness evolution. Now, Clark named the monolith builders of the firstborn, and while the firstborn were in many ways physically different from human beings, they were still mortal beings made of flesh and blood. Now, the evolutionary projects of the firstborn required very long time spans to, com- to complete far longer than their own lifespans, and thus the firstborn eventually discovered how to transfer their consciousness into computers. And later, they even surpassed this achievement, transferring entirely from physical to non-corporal forms, omniscient and immortal, the lords of the galaxy, they were considered a kind of galactic federation that wanted to enable mankind with knowledge. Now, observing the monoliths of Mars would become more compelling now that we have a helicopter capable of swooping in to give us a, a better view of what may be evidence of Martian architecture or maybe even Martian technologies. Now, reverse engineering in the space odyssey plot in the context of recent history, we look at how it's becoming obvious that culture creators like Arthur C. Clarke imagine that we will be seeing the arrival of the firstborn lords or galactic federation who are the omniscient and mortal future manifestation of what we're led to believe is the new idea of the transhuman. Now, this has been the objective of the secret leaders, namely those who meet in Davos or the Bilderbergs or whatever. I mean, they've been busily plotting the future of our world. Their global reset includes the move towards a transhuman existence. Now, perhaps we're indeed capable of not observing technological monoliths, but also uncovering the mysteries of Cydonia or even the King's Valley of Mars. I will need to break early. Okay. i got to go to the bathroom. Uh, so this has been the objective of the secret leaders, namely those who meet in Davos, of course, but perhaps we are indeed capable of not only observing technological monoliths, but also uncovering the mysteries of Cydonia and even the King's Valley of Mars. Now, the King's Valley of Mars is proposed to contain strong evidence of artificiality, and we're going to cover a little bit of that coming up on Ground Zero. So stay tuned. We've got a lot to cover with us right here on Ground Zero We're here live at the PDX Studios in Portland, Oregon. We'll be back with more. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, e-books, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.